Be afraid. Be very afraid because <laughs> we're doing David Cronenberg's The Fly today on Gina yes, Rogers. That's a great line. And, and Gina Davis says that <laughs> yes, line. Yes, she does. You know? <laughs> so that was the tagline for the 1986 release of The Fly, a remake of the original, I think it was 1958 film. Which isn't bad. Right. No, that one's good. Suck. But uh, this is. One of the rare examples of the remake really kicking butt and being yes, awesome. Yes, it's good. So, Gene, let's jump right in. What are your thoughts? Yeah, going on last week, uh, we we talked about Videodrome, and um, I didn't like it. I thought it was just super slow, and the characters weren't compelling. But in this movie, like like Scott and Roger were thought this movie was, the word was conventional. I'm using air quotes right here. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes conventional, it's come on, it's entertainment, and it just flat out works. This movie works. They're compelling characters. This movie really just revolves around the relationship between Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum. In a way, you could just toss out all the other characters, but because it's all about those two guys, the movie kind of kind of revolves around them. You know, their relationship and their evolution as characters. So you like those characters. You both, you're, you're tied into them. You want them to do well. But then there's this other thing happening and that it's um, working to perhaps destroy both of them. You know, it, certainly it ends up destroying one of them. And it almost destroys the other. But, you know, this movie is wildly entertaining. You know, it back in the 1986, I think. 1986. Yeah, yeah it made a ton of money. Could return for the, the producers. Well, I can't remember who they are. Well, but, here's one of the producers, Mel Brooks. Amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's a Brooks film production. And so Mel Brooks... Uh, did not put his name on the film because, right, of course, don't. he's associated with comedy. Right. And so he had done, he had produced The Elephant Man, the David Lynch film. Yes, which is great, by and the then, way. And then he did this one as well. Uh, but he's like, no, I can't put my name <laughs> no, there. No, you can't. Because, because then they'll would, think it's a comedy. Yeah, it would it would distract from the movie. <laughs> but I, I wildly would recommend this movie. I think it's great. You know, from beginning, well, a little, it's a little slow at the beginning there, but um, I can see David Cronenberg try to set up the relationship between Gina Davis, mm-hmm. Jeff Wogelman. And so, you know, you got to make it happen. You got to make it roll in. So you just kind of roll with it, but it gets going and it works. Well, and I think Jeff Goldblum really makes it work because, um, of course, we all know the story of the fly. He's got these teleporters yep. and he teleports himself with a fly in the teleporter. And then he kind of starts turning into a fly. Yes. But I love his performance because after that event occurs, he slowly starts to behave like a fly with right. the way he starts speaking the, really the fast. The computer and... merges them. It <laughs> yeah. fuses them together because the computer is doesn't know what to do it's not designed for two entities it's only one so there's two so it merges them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. and i think his performance where he just starts getting like super manic and just Mm -hmm. speaking really fast yep yep dumping i don't even know how many (laughs) teaspoons of sugar sugar he's always eating eating a chocolate bar i think her name is yeah and then i also like the cronenberg influence here this is right in david cronenberg's alley of course because he's all about this kind of 
disintegration of the human form yeah, and all this Jeff, kind of stuff. He disintegrates for he sure. He does. And but there's also great uh Cronenberg specific dialogue, like when Jeff Goldblum is freaking out because he thinks Gina Davis, she doesn't want to go through the pods to become this super entity thing and He's like, well, you're just not ready to jump into the plasma pool and all this right, kind of stuff. Right. And I'm just like, yeah, I could see David Cronenberg late at night just writing the screenplay. He's like, oh, yeah, I got <laughs> to put that in there, the plasma pool. That's great. And talking about how the computer doesn't understand to how to transport living tissue. I got to teach it to how to understand the craziness right. of the flesh and all this. Right. And I'm just like, yep, total David Cronenberg right there. Yeah, yeah. But the film, you're right, Gene. It, mm-hmm. it really is about the Gina Davis character and the Jeff Goldblum character. There's really only three other actors in this whole movie, really. Right, it, and, there is. And yeah. that have any significant screen time at all. Right. And and so it's, it's really centered on that, and that's one of the things that makes this film... Uh, a lot of fun to watch in addition right. to the completely over the top effects all all practical right right real effects it's 1986 yeah and yeah, it's yeah, no chris, yeah chris wallace did those effects and he would actually go on to direct the sequel to this the fly 2 which is not very good <laughs> no. but as far as the effects they are solid there is some nasty nasty stuff going on oh here. yeah towards the end it's it's pretty it's pretty ugly well and i think you know this is a film that if you are at all squeamish um yeah get ready cuz there's yeah, really nasty yeah. sequences where Jeff Goldblum is kind of falling apart. His fingernails are sliding off. Right, right. He he's sheds his blood is white. Yeah, well, it's right. like that acidy kind of stuff that right. he's vomiting up because he can't eat anymore because all of his teeth have fallen out. And, he, of course, he's more fly now. And so right, he's got to right. put this acid all over whatever food he's going to go. There is one m- small piece of comedy there when he does for the first time vomit up all over that Donut, donut, yeah. <laughs> and Gina Davis is right there, and he's like, "Oh, oh, that was gross, or whatever." <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, I think I think he's used to it. <laughs> yeah, because there are gaps in time, like like it happens at first, and and then Gina leaves for a bit, and then she comes back, and it's four weeks later. So it's four weeks by himself. So he's probably used to vomiting on his donuts yeah. for a while, and he oh, just yeah. does it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she's been. Rec- trying to record the process of the creation of these teleporters and all this stuff. And, right. and uh, she recognizes that he's not who he was uh, prior to going into the teleporter, but he's not buying it because he's all about fly now. And so he goes right. way over the top and he's like, don't ever come back in here again. Yep, yep, We're yep. done. You don't want to go through the pod and become this super entity. But to Gina Davis's, her character, her, Credit to her, she knows almost right away because she sees the personality change mm-hmm. in Jeff Goldblum. And she knows that something something terribly wrong has happened. And she realizes almost from the very beginning. And so she tries to, to warn him, but he totally rejects that. But somehow he gets a cut on his back and they're like fly hairs mm-hmm. growing out of this cut. And so, you know, she's a re- she's an investigative reporter, so she cuts them off, takes them to a lab, and brings their lab results back to Jeff Goldblum and then presents it to him. And then he realizes, yeah, yeah, that, that explains a lot. It explains what's happening. And then he does some computer research. And, yeah, he investigates his computer logs of his the transformation. Mm-hmm. And then he finds out, yeah, there was another creature that transported with him. 
And it was, in fact, a fly. Yeah, and he's because hoping he, yeah. hoping he assimilated it, but he's like, no, it fused with it you. It fused, yeah. And then one of the great, uh, I don't know, comedic lines, maybe, if you're really uh, macabre, but I love how he starts referring to himself as Brundlefly. Brundlefly. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is pretty funny. This movie is pretty funny. He has a great sense of humor. Yeah, he's a really likable character at the first, but then you see he evolves and he becomes really a, a dangerous person. Because, you know, flies, and he, he, re, he kind of, like, relates the, the world of the fly and that, mm. they're, that they're, they're dispassionate and they're, they have no feelings and they just do what needs to be done. And that his, if Gina Davis stays, he's, he's going to hurt her. Right, he tells you know, her that. He tells so her that, he one can, of his last yeah. Yeah, conscious, like, human things that he does. Yeah. yeah. So he does care for her, but um, he's also got her pregnant and so yes. that's the other line there and i <laughs> right i do like that they do one kind of dream sequence jump scare sort of thing right. in this film um the interesting part about it of course is uh did you recognize that that was david cronenberg as he is the, he's the delivery doctor yeah. yes so <laughs> with the glasses yeah delivering this larva from gina davis right and right. so uh, you get a real big understanding of the uh, tremendous anxiety she's going through. Oh, where, yeah. Oh, oh is gosh. this going to be a human baby or is it going to be some weird fly? Right. And, and then thing? she says it has to, pregnancy has to end because mm-hmm. she even says it herself, the baby could be born normally and then later develop those features. So you just can't take that chance yeah. at all. Yeah. But when, one thing I, I like about this movie, I, I think that, it's really it's horror because it's the alternation of the human form and it's in a big way. <laughs> in a big way, yeah, Dave McCronerig way in a big way. But it's also it's like it it, can, it makes you feel uneasy and also I think it shows that for any one of us, you know, it's like if we start down a path of making wrong decisions, you know, because Jeff Goldblum makes makes a horrible decision like he he's drinking one night and he's just a socially inept guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he it's a little jealous. He misreads some social cues. And so he decides to, because he did his experiment where he successfully teleported a baboon of all things. He has like a pet baboon, which is like weird. But then instead of waiting for lab results to come by, he decides on a kind of a drunken urge, he's going to go through it. And that's when the fly is in there with him. So he makes a horrible mistake. And it just makes me think that like any one of us, you have to be aware because just one horrible mistake in our lives can really derail our, our plans permanently, you know. So we have to be, I think, careful with our lives. Because sometimes, you know, it's just, um, oh my gosh, you're just, you're just driving home from work. And, like, we're here in Anchorage, and um, there was one guy driving home from a company party, lost control of his truck, he hit two girls. They were pedestrian. They were on the sidewalk. Yeah, and they both passed away. And, you know, just little thing. You know, we. I'm not saying to that extent, but, you know, I, I think as humans we have to be careful because if our decisions can come back and really get us. Well, you know, and we I, I'm, I'm hoping that our decisions do not uh, end up with us being fused with a fly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, more, more sense, like, bring it to us. And I think that's the horror element is that each and every one of our lives can – if we're not, I think if we're not careful, can turn out in a, in a horrible way. We have to be careful. Absolutely correct. Um, as the film 
I, I just really like the ending of this film as well, Gene, where uh, there is a sequence where, and again, uh, if you can't handle goopy, messy, gory stuff, this is not necessarily the movie for you. But if you can, um, yeah. this is great because I love when she's like kind of pushing on his face and she... His jaw just, his jaw kind of just falls off. Right Why does he need a jaw? He doesn't need a jaw anymore. Yeah, his yeah. ear falls off. Right, and right. then his legs change, and his skin is just falling, falling off, off his of body. him. Yeah. And then this—I don't even know—six foot tall fly-like creature finally emerges. Right, and because uh, he's trying to get her into the pod, because he's still—he's trying now. He's decided. The computer has decided that if you can fuse yourself with a clean human. Uh, maybe that's going to reverse some of the effects of this right, fly. Right, or dilute situation. the fly right. effects, right. And so he's trying, and now that Gina Davis is pregnant as well, he's like, oh, I can get two for one here, so let's throw Right, right, he still thing. tries to be funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, it's just chaos at the end there. There is this former boyfriend of Gina Davis who is on scene there as well. He's got right. a shotgun. There is an extensive gore sequence there right, where... Right, right. Again, involving that to fly, regurgitate yeah. acidic <laughs> stuff, yeah. Enzyme, they say just it is. Just melting his hand away. Yep, 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 in his leg, too. Yeah, and so... So you kind of feel for that guy, always kind of a creepy guy. Yeah, he... That yeah. character is very interesting. The dynamic between the Gina Davis character and him are... Because he comes across at the beginning as, like, some sort of... You are, like... A, a potentially abusive person. Yeah, I, and, I think actually he is. And yeah. is that why Gina Davis kind of is trying to get away from you? He follows her around. He gets really over the top with her relationship with the Jeff Goldblum character. Yep. But then later he's like, I don't know, he's just a weird character. He's like a classic like manipulator, yep. abuser yep. kind of character because – oh, I'm going to publish this story that you don't want published because you don't have all... And then she's like, well, no, I'm. this is my story. You've got to let me take it. And then he acquiesces to that. But then he's like, well, can we just go have sex now? Right. And yeah, it's just this is like, a terrible... Yeah. yeah. It's, what's the deal? And so when he's getting his hand completely uh, sol- or Melted. turned into yeah. Mel- yeah, goo, and then one of his feet as well... Um, you're like okay, this is this is fine. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> just unlike Jeff Global Global Man Gene Davis, you you don't like this guy. No, no. And so yeah, I'm okay that you're all <laughs> your, your, up your now. skin is melting. But uh, but then at the very end, and I'll we'll obviously spoil the end right yeah, now. But he saves the day. Actually, he does save the day by uh, somehow coming out of his stupor of shock and shooting the cables that connect the two pods right at right. the Gina fly. Gene Davis's pod, yeah, is, is trying to teleport so the fly opens the door and then gets teleported and so he he becomes one with the teleporter as well so right it's a huge mess i think kind of go along with what i was saying before is like but i think it's just like you make a bad decision sometimes you know you, you see this all the time it's like then people would, you would think that oh let's let's leave those bad decisions behind and let's maybe start maybe getting advice you know like Maybe make some good decisions from now on. No, but you see people making bad decision after bad decision mm-hmm. after bad decision. And Jeff Goblin, after the, the initial bad decision to get in the, the transporter while he's drunk, teleport, excuse me, at the end, he makes another bad decision. And the teleporter ends up fusing him with the metal door. <laughs> so he is, at the very end of the movie, is just 
the opposite has happened than well, what he wanted. I'm it's giving him a, a, I'm giving him a pass at the end of the movie because he was full on fly at yeah, that point. Yeah. There was no Jeff Goldblum really left, except enough of that character to uh, basically show Gina Davis that please use this shotgun on yeah, my head. Yeah, end it all. Know. It's 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 over now. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, so, and if you feel for him because because he was a, he was a great guy. He really was, mm-hmm. but. His poor decision kind of derailed his whole life, and he ended up there. Well, and I like how they, you know, you were talking about how he's socially awkward. You discover later through some dialogue that he's been working on this project for six years. Years. And so he's been in that warehouse by himself, basically working away on this thing. And so, yeah, it all fits really nice. I think the story uh, moves right along. I mean, we start immediately. It's just this one-minute setup where Gina Davis meets him at this scientist conference or whatever and the very very next scene is oh here's my pods in my warehouse i'm going to show them to you and yeah let me teleport some stuff for you to see and so it really goes right along it's only 97 minutes long yeah it gets to the point it's good and and yeah and so i really do appreciate that we talked about that with the omen a couple weeks back where yeah not a lot of backstory it's just happening we're right here right now we're just showing up and things are going and then of course in uh lovely david cronenberg fashion you know, it just degenerates into a massive, <laughs> goopy nightmare stuff. Yeah, and I, I like it because at the end, there's there's really no no epilogue or anything. Jeff Goldblum he dies, and the very next second, credits are rolling. Yep. yep. Yeah. So you told your story. Let's go. Let's 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 go. And of course, the pregnancy angle is unresolved. Right. It Un- leaves the sequel. Yeah. Until the fly too, of course. But um, I did like that as well. Where. You kind of have an idea of what Gina Davis is going to do with that baby, but it's not resolved. And so the, no, movie, just, the movie just ends right there. And, um, you know, many people will say this was kind of the high point for David Cronenberg. I disagree. Uh, he had a lot more awesome movies in him. Um, I mentioned Crash last week and then also Existence, which I really love. Mm-hmm. But, um, Gene, any, anything more about The Fly? The Fly. It's, it's good stuff. You know, it's also like if you watch movies from the, the 80s, there are time capsules in a way, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Roger and I were giant phone. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like you can see people living in the 80s. What was what were their lives like in the 80s? Like the women with the big hair, yeah. you know, the suits with the, the shoulder little pads. and Well, and just, <laughs> yeah, just his just, giant phone, too. Yeah, his I mean, giant phone trying to call Chinese cars. Food and it's, yeah, it's like, okay, you get a look and... Look at the past. Yeah. And, so, of course, people are still smoking left and right, too. Yeah, they're yeah. smoking. A lot of smoking. <laughs> it's like, what in the world? But it's a great movie. Yeah, go see it. Yeah, total Worth agreement. Total agreement with Gene on this one. I'm glad uh, he liked this one a lot better than Videodrome. Um, yeah, Videodrome was, you know, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's it's right. but, um Definitely, you know, probably David Cronenberg's more accessible films for just a general audience sure. but again if you can't handle goopy nasty stuff like that maybe not for you but the performances of Goldblum and Gina Davis are just right. perfect uh, they would actually go on to get married shortly after this film and were married for a couple of years yeah oh, really uh, yeah. I didn't know that mm-hmm. oh, there you go yeah that's how she kind of got casted is it was like hey it's my girlfriend she could do this Oh, and, and then she did and, well, really. Yeah, and yeah, there I mean, Gina Davis, she's a pretty decent actress, so it was a good choice, and you really right. believed her character, and um, 
David Cronenberg gave her a lot of good scenes, and she, oh yeah, she does great. So yeah, like I said, the movie revolves around them too. Mm-hmm. Kind of orbits around them. Yeah, so definitely check it out. It's uh, a good Halloween. We're almost into the October. Well, we are in October now. Right? Yeah, or yeah. No, well, one more tomorrow? day. Oh, yeah, yeah, tomorrow's October. The end of September. Definitely worth it. Uh, Gene, what should we do next? Well, we're talking about maybe October or Halloween theme movies. It is the season right now. So, what yeah. would be a good Halloween? Well, I'm thinking, you know, one of the things we maybe could do is maybe one or two episodes on films that maybe a more general audience could watch. Like maybe you could watch around the the fireplace with with your your kids kids and stuff like that. that. You know, I I don't know. Maybe check out, I don't know, maybe check out Women in Black this week if you've got time. Okay, Women in Black. Women in Black, not women. Just just, it's just one woman in black. (laughs) Singular. Yeah. But check that one out and see if you think that might fit that. I know the others certainly would fit that. Yeah, with if we Daniel wanted. Radcliffe, right? Yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Right. Yeah, he's having a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, but accessible. But I think ones that maybe, because, okay. you know, a lot of our episodes are, these are real hardcore R-rated films. Right, um, as this movie is. Yeah, absolutely. And this movie has, um, just FYI, is somewhat a lot of sexual content in it as well, so... Yeah, there's yeah. no actual nudity showing. No. But there's definitely... Yeah, yeah, you get the point. Yeah, apparently yeah. when you fuse with a fly, you have tremendous sexual prowess. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, yeah, yes, yes. But um, but I'm thinking maybe we could do a, one or two episodes where it's like, yeah, they're good horror movies, but they're not so over-the-top crazy that you couldn't watch it with, like, your 12-year-old or whatever. Well, there you go. Something like that. Awesome. So, anyway, we'll figure something out and do something next week. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Bye.